Yeah, I mean, those pivots, those scary moments when you're like standing on the cliff and you're like, if I jump, I have no idea where I'm going to end up. But if I stay here, it's worse than jumping and dying really at that point. And I think the more you jump off the cliff, the more you do those pivots, the more you listen, the closer you get to like getting to your authentic truth. So now like, I mean, here's the deal after divorce, after huge business divorce, like also like death of like maidenhood, like breast cancer. Like I like, you know, divorce of like, Divorce of my body, like losing has brought me now these pivots in your life. Like now when something's not in alignment and authentic, I'm like, ooh, and then I just can't, like it's so much easier now to jump because that's to me the like the sign, you know, people are like their signs. I'm like, your signs are like inside. Like you have to go inside to see them. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my cosmic baddies. Well, sit your butts down and get excited because do I have the treat of all treats for you today. I am so stoked to have Sarah Strimmel, recently Strimmel Bentley, on on today's podcast. She is the creator and founder of Damn Good Yoga, which is basically like a sauna with an attitude. It is a journey through your vinyasa practice, but she keeps it a little edgy, okay? She is creative in her practice. She is grounded. She is literally one of the only yoga classes that I don't look at my watch or my clock during the whole time when I'm taking it because she is creating a movement with our movement. And the class is described as mm, seeing a therapist, a revival meeting, and a butt-kicking workout all in one, what's not to love, Sarah has not only been teaching yoga for eight years after a long career, no big deal as a Broadway showgirl, but she's also a Lululemon ambassador, a 650-hour certified teacher, and recently she was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer in September of 2020, and we are happy to announce she kicked that cancer's ass. And not only is she beyond badass and all that, but she's also adding to her plate, (laughs) she just co-founded. A Damn Good Life, a nonprofit to raise money to bring the gift of total surrogacy to a young breast cancer survivor and their partner or partners, survivors and partners. And Sarah is truly a force to be reckoned with on and off the mat, entrepreneur, an artist, just someone who truly embodies the lover and warrior archetype all at once. Watching her breast cancer diaries over the last year on Instagram was truly mind-blowingly inspirational and light during some very dark times for me personally. And I must mention, she is fucking hilarious. And that's why I am excited and deeply honored to have her on as today's Cosmic Changemaker. Sarah, how the hell are you, honey? 
I mean, can I carry you around with me, like in my pocket, not just to introduce me, like as my woo, 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 like hype woman, but also just because I adore you so much. Thank you for that. I'm great. I'm I'm like I'm in my new apartment, looking out over the Hudson at New York City, and and talking to you. So I think it's it's a great day already. We love that for you. We love that for you. You are truly just such. A cosmic baddie. And, you know, again, you're like, I think I can kind of surmise what that means. But I just think of like a cosmic baddie is a cosmic bad bitch who just lives in their truth is like spreading around fucking love, like fairy stardust, but also like kicking ass and taking names and just living in alignment. And that to me is like, is you in like the most nutshell of nutshells? <laughs> I want to say a bad bitch is a good witch. Is what I want Honey. to have. Like, we need to okay. have a t-shirt. Can we get that, that on a, hello, can we get that on a t-shirt? Can we get that on a quote? Can we get that a tattoo, a temporary Somewhere. tattoo line? I need that for my forehead. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. If you're listening, anyone, please send us some bumper please. stickers for our We farm. will receive that gladly. Okay, so I want to hear about in your words for a moment, like, you know, who you are, what you do, we're going to talk about your whole journey. But I need to just bring it back for a second of how we met. We met in Montauk. Yeah. And you had just opened a yoga studio, Be Yoga. Do you want to know what's really weird is I'm having I'm having my copy out of my old Be Yoga mug, which by the way, I never use. So I think this is already cosmically aligned today. This is what we're talking about with the alignment. And I just remember like, you know, being an entrepreneur is one thing. Being a business owner coming out to Montauk is another thing. Being a woman entrepreneur is another thing. And like the cross section of all of that is basically chaos. And like you need to have a lot of passion, a lot of good self-care support systems, and just a whole lot of tenacity to make that happen. So I was like, really admired you for doing that. But probably the moment that stands out to me in our friendship, and like when the moment I knew I was in love with you, it's like when we were waiting for the jitney. <laughs> I love it. And Bodhi was with us. Bodhi landed with Molly of Crow's Nest. Yes. And like somehow we got to talking and I was like, oh, well, if you like want to do something or manifest something, like just put your yoni in the sand, like go sit on the sand. And most people would be like, what? And you're like, hell yeah. Like, duh. Like, I knew that. <laughs> and then I think I asked you, I was like, put the actual yoni in the sand. I mean, anyone that's listening to this podcast knows what a yoni is, I think. But um, let's just like, your lady bits, put your lady bits in the sand is what she said. And I was like, do I need to actually like put them or because can I put my G-string in the sand? Because I'm going to Crow's Nest tonight for dinner. I just like, I don't have time to go to the beach. So like, but Crow's Nest has a beach. <laughs> and I don't know how it's going to work to get like, to go to the Crow's Nest beach at sunset and actually take my underwear off. Which... Do you want to tell the punchline to this? Do you want me to keep telling no, the story? No, you go. You, honey, honey, oh, this is your so story. <laughs> So Maddie like tells me on the corner of like 30, what is it? 33rd, like third, <laughs> third, like Lex or like somewhere I never go in the city, but that's where you get the jitney. And we're like, she tells me this. And I, and then we, we have like the bus ride where we like all quiet and we come together and we hang. And so I was like, I'm going to do this because she knows like she is a cosmic baddie. She is up in the stars. And at that point in time, I was like dating poorly. I think I was dating all the wrong guys in all the wrong places, mostly Montauk. Uh, <clears throat> and I was like kind of in a weird transition personally. And so I, I was like, I'm going to do what she says. So I go to the crow's nest. For you guys that are listening, the crow's nest is like 
one of the places to go and see and be seen for dinner in Montauk. Big up to Celine, our friend who runs it. So I go to Crow's Nest that night. Is that, was it the full moon? That's why my mm-hmm. yoni had to That's be. That's why I had to ground. That's why. Because I was like not grounded. So I go to the Crow's Nest, which you like walk into this restaurant again. Everybody's there. You go down this hill to the beach and everybody's there. And I like casually went to the side. And my friend Helene was with me. And I never forget. I casually like went to the side, flipped off my G-string, <laughs> opened my skirt and kneeled in the sand and drank my tequila margarita drink. I think it's, I can't remember what those things are called, a ruski. I drank whatever it is. And I had that yoni in the sand. And then they like texted, they're like, your table's ready. And I'm like, Helene, I can't, I'm, I can't put my G-string back on. I'm sandy. So I balled up it, put it in my bag, went back up and we had dinner. And I was like, yoni, sandy, yoni for the win. Sandy and, and then my life changed. And then literally flash forward, like I didn't see you. And there's like COVID and all this stuff. And next time I see you, you're like, on the beach with this like fabulous man you're like by the way we're in love and we just bought a house and i'm like duh but like wow but duh <laughs> you were like oh did you put the yoni in the sand what do you expect <laughs> anyone that's listening i highly recommend it but you have to ask maddie for the right time to do it yes because it can't be any day right exactly um okay so <laughs> i just had to share that because that's like my favorite like there's not many people have like a crystallizing moment of when i'm like yes, I fell in love with you then. Like, I always respected you and admired you. But when you were just like, yeah, okay, I'm doing that. I was like, she's awesome. So I give you my intro, my hype, but I don't, in your own words, tell the people, tell the baddies out there, yeah, like who you are, what you do, all that through, through your own lens. So Sarah Strimble Bentley, as she said, almost 40. I'm going to be 40 in a month. Ooh. I came to New York when I was 20. I left college to do the Broadway show, The Producers. Before that, I, I grew up in Pittsburgh, so I'm a Midwest girl. Hey, yo. And um, did the producers. So I left college at CCM, Cincinnati Conservatory of Music. I always knew I wanted to be on Broadway. That was like my thing. I was one of those people who were, were like three years old, and this is what I'm doing, right? And I'm going to do it. And I think anyone that wants to go into that profession has to be like slightly crazy a little, because <laughs> um, it's hard. You yeah. know, it's like... You're going to go be in a profession where everybody's going to tell you what's wrong with you most of the time. And you're going to try to figure out, like, maintain grasp on what's right. <laughs> so, yeah, came to New York, did the producers on Broadway, went on to do six different Broadway shows. Right around the time I turned 30, you know, I was, like, having my return. To, it's return to Saturn. Isn't that what it's called? Mm-hmm. My return. I was up, like, 27 to 30, right? Like, within that three years. While I was on Broadway, I got married to the wrong guy. And I knew it, and I didn't listen to my intuition, which we could talk about later. So did that, got divorced a day later, basically, maybe like a year later, but it, it was like, felt like a day. Huge turning point in my life. Started to like really ask the questions of what makes me happy, what makes me tick. Was I still being challenged as a woman, as a partner, as a friend, as a performer? So through the next few years, from like 30 to 33, I was answering the question, and I heard the answer around 32, which was you need to figure out something different to do with your life because this is not making you happy. You did what you came to do. So I got my yoga certification in the middle of of that whole thing and didn't know if I'd like teaching yoga and then um, started teaching while I was performing. Knew sort of like, okay, I really like teaching yoga a lot more than performing. Left Broadway at 30, I was 33, I think. I was in an American in Paris at the time and met a woman who I ended up starting to be yoga with. 
And we, we both kind of wanted to start a yoga studio and we didn't know each other for a very long time. And she's like, do you want to do this? And I'm a fuck yeah kind of person. So I was like, fuck yeah. Like, let's start a business. So I Googled how to start a business. (laughs) (laughs) And so she like, she was like on Wall Street. (laughs) And so she was away and she was like kind of the, the business mind. And I was the one, I was like the branding marketing, you know, kind of like safe kind of person. So I Googled again how to start an LLC and I filed the paperwork and I was like, I got this with the government doing all this stuff. And so we didn't know where we wanted to start our business. All of my students who were in Montauk and in the Hamptons were like, we're not really finding a yoga home that's for us. No one's really created a place that's working, which there are some amazing yoga studios uh, in the Hamptons. There were then too, but it was just the call to our people, the style that we teach. And now I know why there's not so many yoga studios in the Hamptons, because like it's really hard to run a business, as yeah. you know. I mean, <laughs> MC Kim Montauk Juice Girl. But we did it, and we went in blind, and we created this thing that for like three summers was like bang on, sold out. Had an incredible, incredible experience. Had a falling out. Uh, we wanted different things, just like a divorce, and um started Damn Good Yoga. And so that's sort of like my story. And then, mm. you know, Act three is the breast cancer. And um, we'll get into that. I'm sure I'll let you sort of like ask me some things, but that's the gist of it. So I'm just a girl, you know, following her heart and not asking too many questions. Oh my God. I love that. I mean, it is, uh, I mean, we're going to get into like your big three, but spoiler, you know, you are a Scorpio, obviously you know this. And I think about so much of what you say, so much of Scorpio's like gift in life and their assignment is to like once something's not authentic or not serving you anymore it's like pull the ripcord transformation death rebirth and like to live an inauthentic life is like death is death for a scorpio so it's like i'd rather go into the unknown start all over again do this go deeper into who i am than live in like the shallow fake end so i'm just like laughing of and that intensity that you described as a child like i'm gonna be on broadway i'm like yes scorpio i can and i will watch me the scorpio like mantra and you know what that's again it's always important for people to hear i love hearing the pivots and the yeah like plot twist moments in people's lives because we all think we have it figured out one way and it's so empowering to hear you say, too, like having to, yeah, the divorces, the, the business divorces, the romantic divorces that have to happen because it's like, well, what are we going to just sit in the space of like, this isn't in alignment anymore. I've been there, too. Like, I've called off a wedding three weeks before. I've had business divorces. And it's like, oh, I feel that part of me that would just be like so easy and safe to stay here, but so like strangled and suffocated and so like not real. So I just want to honor you because I know how hard it is, especially when Thank it's up you. to you to pull the ripcord. Like, okay, like, I guess I gotta just keep living this authentic life and dive in deeper. <laughs> oh, God, the work. <laughs> oh, the work. Oh, the work. Get in the work. I've got to be in the work. My husband uh, hates that word. He's like, why do you say the work? And I was like, because it is work. I mean, she hard. But I mean, I, I don't, you know, call it the work for myself, but yeah, I mean, those pivots, those scary moments when you're like standing on the cliff and you're like, if I jump, I have no idea where I'm going to end up. But if I stay here, it's worse than jumping and dying, really, at this point. And I think the more you jump off the cliff, the more you do those pivots, the more you listen, the closer you get to like getting to your authentic truth. So now, like, I mean, here's the deal after divorce, after huge business divorce, also like, 
death of like maidenhood, like breast cancer. Mm. Like I like, you know, divorce of like divorce of my body, like losing has brought me now these pivots in your life. Like now when something's not in alignment and authentic, I I'm like, Ooh, and then I just can't like, it's so much easier now to jump because that's to me the, like, the sign, you know, people are like, there's signs. I'm like, your signs are like inside. Like you have to go inside to see them. So. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about that. Scorpio, you take me on this ride. Okay. So I guess, you know, between being on the Broadway and then, you know, going into yoga and obviously immersing really deep into that and really making it your own, like coming up with your own methodology, your own class. That's why I love it. It's so not cookie cutter. Not, yeah, I don't, no shade out there if someone does cookie cutter yoga. But I am not a cookie cutter person. I get distracted very easily. I get bored very easily. That's why I fucking love your classes. The last one I went to was like Pride Weekend and you had like the best playlist on and we were just like, I was like, I just love this woman. I love this human so much. And, you know, then like breast cancer, like I feel like you and your body are, I mean, we're all so much like having this relationship with our body, but I feel like you probably more than anyone that I can even think of recently that I've talked to probably has to have such like body as an oracle moment and like paying attention to that. Have you found like, I don't know, it's it's not even really a question. I'm like asking you a statement, but it's like, what is your relationship with your body and listening to your body? Like, how has that evolved over the past few years? I mean, maybe something like breast cancer coming up. But when, I, when you were talking just now, it's like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, your signs are in there. And they're probably for that way for all of us. But I feel like based on your chart, we're going to talk about it a little bit. You're here to really like model that for other people and like, yeah. teach us how important that is to listen. Like, how do we do that? How do we listen to our bodies? Gosh, well, how long do we have? How do we do it? You put your, put your ear up to your arm and then no. Um, exactly. <laughs> you know, my whole life, and I think part of my sign, which you, you will tell, is like I told my story through my body, right? Like as a dancer, I'm telling you a whole story like through how I move, right? So I observe the world through a physical sense. Also, when you do that, you don't realize that your physical body becomes your identity, really. And you forget then, really, you, you, you go out of your head. You sometimes even go out of your energetic body and you go like into your physical body. So tactile touch, like obviously Scorpio sexuality, like all of that is how you navigate how you see the world. So for a very long time, I was in that. So for me, when I was a teenager, I had an eating disorder because again, like it wasn't really, it was just all, everything was body related. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, in my twenties, it was pushing myself and dancing and that like my body became not just my calling card, but my worst. So I had to look beautiful. I had to be statuesque. I had to be sick. You guys, I'm, I'm very tall. We haven't mentioned that. I'm like almost six feet tall. And so I had to be all these things. I had to look a certain way. And that allowed me to pay my rent, right? That allowed me to be on a Broadway playbill. And then I found yoga somewhere in my my late 20s. And then yoga was the first thing that like was like, oh, wait, your body is a way for you to gain information to your heart and to your head, right? Like the definition of yoga is yoking. So that was the first moment where I'm like, let's use this vessel that I used to use as my worth and my value on an outside level 
and let's go deeper here, right? Mm. So let's feel where we feel our center, right? So I feel my center in my pelvis. I'm like very low body feeling, you know, person. I feel like I'm in a lot of places, but I'm like super in my head too. So this is how I've gone through the whole world. So fast forward to my yoga journey, starting a yoga brand, da, da, da. That's the way I teach. I'm like, let me get you in your body. Let me get you out of your head. Let me tell you to do some crazy, crazy shit. And while you're doing that, you're not going to think about like all the other stuff. We're going to like take you deeper and hopefully help you connect. And that's why like my music always has to do with what I'm talking about. It's like a cohesive experience. And with breast cancer, breast cancer was like, now I own your body. You don't own your body anymore. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to now change your body from a long haired woman with 32 D breasts and like super tall and this and that to like bald, no eyebrows, no eyelashes, no breasts and like weaker and not able to. So having that transition into something taking over my body was a turning point in me then being able to live in my heart and my head for a little bit, which has now changed the game for me coming back now into my body. So it's been like a full circle journey. <laughs> oh my God. I love um, thank you. I set you up with just such a tricky ass question that I didn't even know what it was. And you just, that's it. It's like in the body and then out and like having to go full circle and understanding this like depth and width and what it means to be in the body, but from all these other like bodies, the energetic, the mental, the spiritual, like through the heart center. Oh my God. Okay. So that is so powerful. Thank you. I'm just going like, to digest that for a second. It's so good. You're, you're so fucking. You're so fucking good. You're so good. No, it's amazing. So that, like, thank you. We think about all of these like transformations we're going through, and like you obviously as a Scorpio and your Mercury in Scorpio. So you're so like deep in how you see the world. is very much through this lens, and there's like a part of you that's always like yeah, like seeking the deeper truth of the matter, and that's like that intensity, and it depends. Whatever you're aimed on is where you're going. Like in the beginning, to get on Broadway, it's probably like everyone just stand out of Sarah's way. Like get on board or get run over because this girl is locked and loaded. Spiritual sniper. She has something in her sights and like it's just, you know, it's it's on. How do you know me so well, girl? How do you know me? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I know thing? you, but I've also now I've seen into you. So I'm like, okay, now I get it now. Why no. just like, but of course there's so many parts of your chart that speak to like levity and joy and humor and there's like a what i love about your chart is there's like what you were just kind of journey brought us on it's like i don't know being at the beach your chart is like let's go deep into the water and then let's sit on the sun bass let's do some topless tanning on the beach okay now we're a little toasty we're going deep in like get the scuba gear (laughs) on we're going lower than we went before and then like okay now you get to have a little cocktail and dance on a yacht you and i are going deep again and like there, and there's something about the way you orchestrate this and live your chart in this way. It's it's really beautiful because like you're taking people some pretty deep places. But yeah, they're dancing, they're having fun. Your Instagram blew me away because I'm like I am a little bit more like closed off about like my personal life. I just don't know where to begin, where to say stuff. And I'm like watching you. I'm like oh my god, she's sharing this journey about going through breast. I felt like I was glued to my phone. Like I was like oh my god, like you're dancing a pit bull and like you're on like you know have party in Miami, but then you're also being super raw and vulnerable and like crying and like in the doctor's gown. But it was all so just speaking to like the rich fullness of life. And honestly, we know Instagram has a lot of like fake curated life is perfect, shiny, glossy. That's honestly like for most people, not even great for our mental health to be on it too much. I know. 
So like this journey, I mean, vulnerability is like core, like sharing your vulnerable self seems like a core part of your nature. But like, how was that? Like, how did you find your voice in that moment? You're always very open, but was that a moment of like, okay, am I going to share this or am I not? Like, how, how did you feel into that experience? Yeah, totally. So you guys, I got diagnosed with stage two breast cancer when I was 38. Now I'm almost 40. So it's like, you know, I got diagnosed like the end of my 38. So almost 39. At the time I'd been dating my now husband, who was my boyfriend for like eight months when we got diagnosed, when I got diagnosed. So like I was in a new relationship that like, I kind of knew I was with my person. We had COVID. We were in like a global pandemic. So like I went back into myself a little. Um, so you know what we all did? We all did. Let's be honest. I'm just laughing. About, like, <laughs> oh my god. What yeah, time? no, no. I mean, so you have to laugh sometimes for real. But so I was like, normally, you know, yeah, I do live out loud. I am like, this is how I feel. I've had a lot of people over the years be like, Sarah is so big, and it and it's like not a good thing. And I, I always thought that was a. I was like always really upset when people would say that they're like, Oh my God, Sarah walks into a room and sucks the air out of it. And I was like, well, I don't get it. I'm like just being me. Right. So this comes up and I'm really, I'm also actually, believe it or not, fiercely private about like the shit that really matters. Like I wasn't Instagramming my whole life before I wouldn't, I would show you Sarah in a bikini on a boat for real. But then like when I would teach, I would go in, but you didn't see on any social media, like, you know, you saw like what we, again, we talk about, which I was living in a very different way then. And so this thing came up, obviously my world was rocked. Obviously my heart was broken. I was terrified. And it was before I got diagnosed, the day I went to get my first test, I kind of knew and James came with me and I took a video in the waiting room in my pink gown. And I was like, well, let's hope it's just an angry little lump and nothing more. And then in that next hour, my world life changed. And so on the back end, I'm like, I just instinctually picked up the camera. So I remembered what happened because I could hear radio silence. And I was like, I want to get a video of this moment because I'm going to remember this moment forever. Not that I want to, but I'm going to have to. Mm-hmm. And James was walking next to me. And I, I think you've seen that video. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sobbing. And I was like, I'm in a mask. It's freaking COVID. And I was like, I just got diagnosed with breast cancer and I'm terrified, but I have this amazing man next to me. So we got home that night and I said, Hey, I think that I need to document this. And I think I want to share it. Like literally that quickly. I was like, I think I want to share this journey and I want you to be okay with that. And I want you to know if you're comfortable being part of it, if you're not, but I think this is important. And I didn't know why at the time I just knew like the day I got diagnosed that I wanted to, maybe even just have this for me. You know, I I got his blessing and the whole time I asked him if he was okay, but through the Chronicle, yeah. Like you saw the shit where I was like on the floor, like throwing up, shaking. And you saw the stuff where after each chemo, I thought it was really important for us to dance and celebrate. And, you know, I love Pitbull radio. So it ended up being Pitbull, which like, Pitbull, if you're listening, hey, y'all, come find me. I want to meet you. Yes. Yeah. Like, really, I looked for him. One day I went through the whole Hamptons because he was at Surf Lodge. And I was like, James, where is Pitbull? And I, I like, went to Wolfer, which like, you don't look for Pitbull at Wolfer Vineyards. But to me, I wanted wine. So yeah. I was like, what? We can't find him. We never found him. <laughs> Pitbull pit stop at Wolfer. He will find you. You are like. Pitbull pit stop. He's part of your journey. And like, he's going to find you as like. Yes, that's going to happen. 
Yeah. So at the end of the day, having all that, not only was cathartic for me to watch it back, like after I was done with treatment, but every single day I had a woman message me and thank me for showing honestly what happened, but also showing that like, they're going to be okay. Right. Like they're going to get through it and they don't have to get through it. Like, sad cancer patient they can just get through it like whole being with joy with sadness with all of it hell yes just just yes like that's it like (laughs) retweet amplify open like bright lights that's that's what I felt like in your journey and there was something just yeah like I can't describe it. It was just such a, between COVID and every, it was just such like a, every time you opened your phone, something dark, something heavy, and all stuff we had to work through, you know, we're going through Pluto return, shadow of, of a lot of stuff in our society. But it was really beautiful to see you again, holding space for all of that. And there was something so like refreshing, like, you know, drinking water. It was just like, okay, oof, that was cooling, but it was also like hydrating and activating all at once. And so I can only imagine again what that did for people who have, you know, going through that on their own. And to see you as someone like I think too, like the energy you took on of it. Like, okay, we're doing this. And like it's gonna suck some days, but I'm doing it with my whole ass heart. Like I'm here yeah. and I'm not like of course there's days when you feel bad, but there wasn't any like okay, I'm gonna go hide now or like victim or or even like overly inspirational. It was just this it was so real. Like I was like, Good. oh my God, more of this. So I'm gonna segue into your birth chart because I just wanna you're talking yeah. and I'm like, I'm gonna talk about some of the you know things that are jumping out to me that I love about your chart, some of your superpowers. Mm-hmm. But is there any like big question or anything that you have about your chart or you know, where you're going in the next six months or anything that you just like want to ask about during this little mini cosmic dive? Well, I think it's funny you just said it's like a glass of water because triple water sign, at least I think, unless I'm misunderstood with my chart, but I think I'm a triple water sign, which people are always like, but that's weird. You're a Scorpio. It should be fire. And I was like, no, this is like why I lived on a sailboat once and why I surf is like, I need to be in the water. Like, so I, you know, I, I guess with my sign, like I, you know, obviously I'm heading into looking for a surrogate. I can't carry my own kids. James and I want to start a family. So, you know, like energetically for that transition, also transitioning like into no longer being like, I want to own a yoga business, but like transitioning into this new role of maybe being like an advocate and starting my foundation and maybe doing like more speaking and I'm writing now. So like, I think there's a lot of uncertain in my future that I'm almost certain about, but um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I'm heading into that we're in another pivot. So yeah, I think, yes, you let's are. Let's talk baby. about the pivot. Let's talk about those pivots. Okay. So I have for you, based on the time you gave me, I have that you're a Scorpio sun and a Pisces rising water and then a Virgo moon. Is that what you've heard before, or no? I think that sounds right. And those are all those are all water signs, right? Well, Virgo is an Earth sign, but she is, is the most watery of the. Like, I am a Virgo, Cancer, Pisces, and I always think that I'm just three water signs because Virgo is like okay. the water. She's mutable, so she's like Earth, but she's like moving, like, flowing, everything. We're, we're like a mudslide of like I'll be whatever I can be. I'm shape shifting, um, so we're not like Capricorn Earth. That makes sense. Just like there. Carrying your chart, okay, I'm definitely going to address, buckle up, buttercup, like you're about to go on a wild cosmic ride, I mean, starting as soon as like November 19th, and then you're going to be going for the next two years, like at these six month, like huge expansion moments in terms of your identity, again, like the Scorpio thing, but like 
who you are, but mostly like how you're shining your light in the world. Like what's your new brand? Even though we don't like that word, I feel the same way, but like the concept of like your brand of authentic brilliance, like your medicine, your message and how you move through the world and share that is going through like mega expansion, like once in an 18 year cycle moment, opening, activating for you. Totally. No, I mean, I, I, I feel that so completely. Yeah. And you are kind of like your journey of your son, your Scorpio son is in like the eighth house, which is the Scorpio house. That's why you are like Scorpio on Scorpio. You're like a sandwich that's just like filled, like the bread's more meat. Like you're just like a lot of the thing. Like it's like. Wait, that sounds like a terrifying <laughs> sandwich that could kill you. Who wants to eat that sandwich? Okay, maybe like cookie where the inside is more cookie filling it's like you're just like in more of the thing so for you like your brilliance that you're sharing your son of how you're meant to like light up the world and who you're here to be is very scorpionic through transformation and rebirth and looking at all these things and looking at things that are like in the shadows and things people don't want to talk about and like discomfort is your jam and like going into the ride or die like just like i got you like let's go there together and then you're meant to do that in a very deep capacity. Like you're meant to really live in the world of, again, like holding people's hand as they go through like the gates of the hell and back kind of, and being like, see, you did it. And like you're stronger and like we had fun. I had an awesome playlist. I brought snacks and like, but now <laughs> we have freed you of some psychological bullshit that we had to go there and drop off or pick up something it's like you are meant to really go into some pretty deep and heavy places. And of course, that's the part of the chart that is about death and like looking at that and looking at our mortality. So it's like, again, this is why I'm like, yeah, you have like a lot of like a big cosmic assignment. And this is work that you have to do the work to understand because this is not like, oh, you graduate college and someone just like puts you in like a, okay, guidance counselor's like, here's this job. It's like, oh, I have to constantly be like peeling back the layers of who I am because I can only take people on the road that I've been on. And it has to be with like radical vulnerability, like open honesty, truth, 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 and just being real, like no fake shit, no nothing sugarcoated. It's just part of like your expression of your son. And then your Taurus, which is like opposite. This is what's being activated. Like that's being activated, like more of that, more of your light shining through, being seen as that finding like new your son's also like what platforms you're on like the stages you're on it was like that's right. just going up to a different level like you were on a stage literally in the beginning of your career then you were on like the yoga mat the studio stage then you were on, like this like instagram social media stage and then now you're going to be on like the next version of that so that's like you know everything talks books talk shows it's like for me more of like a leader in that way yeah, yeah. And that's, that's kind of like where I'm totally, I'm feeling that shift so much from like, you know, just teaching one person privately or teaching 30 yes. people to like teaching much bigger groups and like finding that that's how my energy can be most consciously used, right? And like, and I'm writing my book. So like, and you know, and all those things. So stay tuned. But okay. that's so interesting. We love that. that. <laughs> that's exactly. It's that. And then the eclipse lines are activating. So it'll be like this November, November 19th. And then in six months, you'll feel like a really big new beginning that'll be around that and around money because it hits your Taurus in your second house. So it's like what you value, how you value yourself, like a new deeper connection to your physical body, to worthiness, to teaching people about worthiness. But it's also going to like actually affect your bank account in a good way. 
So we love Oh, good. That. In a good way. I was hoping. So I was like, wait, we're, we're trying to, we're waiting on it. We're waiting on a, um, James going to get a promotion. If your bosses, if bosses are listening, hey, I don't think hey. his bosses are listening. Yeah. But they could I be. Mean, we never know. <laughs> I mean, you might have some investment beggars on here. Anybody? Anybody? No? No? Okay. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, so putting, putting the vibe out, we're supporting. And you, like, in the next two years, yeah, it's just going to be every six months going through another moment of, like, letting something go. Like, okay, that's not serving me. And then opening up something bigger. So it's going to be, like, that very meta Scorpio energy. And why I think, like, you know what? I, I'm going to talk about, definitely say you're writing a book because Virgo Moons is, like, your inner child, your inner creativity wants to express itself through words. Too. We've talked a lot about the body, and Virgo is the body. Virgo is the physical healer, like the yogi, the herbalist, the crystal worker, the body worker. And sometimes in shamanic medicine, like moons is like what you did in a past life, like your job in a past life. So it makes sense. But like to really live in your emotional fulfillment and your expression, you always want to have a tie to that. And Virgo definitely wants to heal through words, like through speaking, teaching, writing. So I am so happy that you're working on that. But the thing that I'm laughing at with your, oh my God, I'm just laughing at your chart because you have a Mars and Virgo, which I always talk about is Britney Spears' placement because anyone who has Mars and Virgo hits those marks, honey. Like a Mars and Virgo does not miss a beat. It's Gordon Ramsay. It's Britney Spears. It's Barack Obama. There's I was like, like, but but is it? But I love Britney. But is it like Britney Spears spinning no, or it's, her hitting? It's the her marks? hitting the mark. Spinning is a whole okay. Good. It's, it's it's the part of Britney that we're all like, oh, she's like you know being silly, Sagittarius energy, and then all of a sudden she gets in the studio and she's like, like the choreography. You're like, but what? Like. That Mars and Virgo is such a dancer energy. It's like hitting the marks, but it also speaks to the more even evolved version of that is someone who's meant to be like a master at their craft. Like do something like and put so like everything you do, you do it well. You go hard into it. <laughs> like I do put hard into it. Sometimes I fuck up spectacularly, but I think that's the most exciting part of what I do is I'm like, let's do it. We can fall, but we'll get back up. That's what we're going to do. Exactly. And and a beautiful like attention to detail that can be overwhelming. Sometimes like you have to know when to like be soft on yourself, but attention to detail and the ability to really be fueled by like breaking down big, big things for people in like digestible doses mm-hmm. it's very much a part of what fuels you but i'm excited for you because you have one of my like turn on placements that i literally like am tr- turned on by this in someone's chart and it's your venus and capricorn it is boss bitch energy it's like how you love and what you do in relationships and what you value is there's this like leveling up energy and so like i've only met james a few times in hot talk but like lucky when i say when you fall in love with someone with a venus and capricorn you're getting a lifelong partner, like ride or die. They're there, but you're getting leveled up. Like you're probably getting the promotion, the five-year business plan. Like Venus and Capricorn just naturally by what you do, like you have like a business, actually like a really intuitive business acumen and you value that and you value luxury and you value like being a bad bougie bitch. But like you just literally like see things around you and you're like, this is how we take this up to the next level. Like, and like for you and like just being with me, you're like, no, we're we're a power couple now, honey. Like, get on board. Like, we are a power couple. <laughs> no, it's so it's, it's so funny. James is like, what is my life? You know, James is so funny. He's like, you know, he's, he's had a whole life before me. But yeah, like we, I mean, level up partner for real. Like, he's the best partner. I mean, he's like just, and it's so easy. And I, I'm always like, I'm not bullshitting anyone on like Instagram or talking to anybody. And like, 
he's not perfect. Neither am I, but like this, this is the, this is the partnership that I want for the rest of my life, you know? And like, those are the things where you have, but also you're like on a higher level. It's so good to hear that like the leveling up happens in other ways too, because I think like there's so many ways to level up and there's so many ways to like, to have that energy. And like, I'm, I'm feeling the wave and I'm riding it. And I'm at the point where I'm like, is this going to go there? Or am I just going to sort of like go back to where I was? I trust and know that I'm going to go there, but it's also nice to know that the stars are like lifting me. No, they're like, honey, you got this. So, you know, we're going to wrap up soon, but the two things that I want to leave you on in that way, in terms of where you're going, you are leveling up. These eclipses are like leveling you up the next two years. This year, right around Christmas Eve, December 24th, you're having Venus in your sign is going retrograde. So it's going to, Venus is going to be in Capricorn. It's usually in a sign for like four or five like weeks. It's going to be there for like four months. So it's a really big time for you to like do something inner, like yeah, work on a book, work on something that's not in the outside world, like yeah, inner, 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 and getting so clear about like where you're going, settling for nothing less, but it might be a little bit more like introspective time. And then your rising sign is going to have like Jupiter's and Pisces all of 2022. And by April, oh my God, you are just going to be in like, you already have this dream life. It sounds like you've worked really hard to like be it and become it, but it's like going to feel like whatever you're creating, your art, your, what you're working on is like, people can't get enough of it. And you're going to have this like expansion of your identity in this way that feels like the fullest bloom version of you. And you're going to be very busy, probably starting from, I'm probably starting from February or March on. So I want you to really take like December, January, early March to like pull in. What do I need to support Sarah? You know, what does my art need? Where do I need to pull back? Where do I need to go and redo something or let something go? Or like take that inner time because like, oh my God, by the spring, you're going to be so busy, so busy and so much expansion. You know what's so weird is that I... I mean, obviously, like, I had a shit ton of stuff. I just, like, just happened in the last month. Like, got married, moved, started the foundation, had a huge launch party. everything. But I have instinctually cleared so much space in my life. Like, I cleared out a couple of private clients. I cleared out. I'm not teaching publicly right now because I felt this huge, 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 huge energetic, magnetic, like, shift inward. So I've really, like, created this schedule where I go to my clients in the morning and then I have all afternoon to talk to beautiful humans like you or to write or to create or to, and so that was the, so really in the cold months this year, like all I want to do is just turn in and really, I mean, I've never done that. I really have never in my life. Are you shocked? And I'm still doing like probably more than a lot of people do in my turning in, but I want to, cause I, I grow, I feel that pull and I feel the need to like, I cannot be creative unless I harness my energy and really keep it and really shut off, like in the way that I know how, meaning like turn inward. So that's so good to know that like when I'm ready to turn outward in the spring, Mm -hmm. as it would be, it'll be time to like show, you know, or or do whatever I've been creating. Yes, it's going to be a huge coming out. And I'm just so happy to hear that you're feeling that intuitively and really acting on it because it's really easy to like say it something to do it especially when it's like walking away from clients who love you or money and just think of like again why it's hard to level up because it requires us to sacrifice and step into like a weird in-between place where we're like leaping yeah. like we haven't we're not on solid ground on either side yet so doing that is going to pay off when i say in dividends like dividends it's going to pay off so i'm happy you're listening to that 
Oh, okay. We're so excited to watch you. Obviously, now all the baddies here, um, I'm sure at this point, are obsessed with you, drooling over you, in love with every word you're saying. So before we do all the spiel, the signing off, I guess like I'd like to ask people different questions at the end. I'm only going to ask you one question. Okay. Just one. I love questions. Quick answer for you. What do you do to get in the hype space when you need it? Like, what's your cosmic RX to remember that you are a bad bitch when you just need a little energy shift, a turnaround? Naked dancing, always. I take off all my clothes and I dance around. I mean, that's like, there is no other way. There is no, there is no, <laughs> probably to Pitbull. I most likely put on Pitbull. I dance around naked and it's not sexy dancing. No one's being sexy here. It's just like, it literally is. I like I, I just had my last surgery on my breast three weeks ago and I'm not supposed to take off a bra. Like when I take one off, I have to put a new one on and it's killing me because like I need to obviously take my clothes off, put my yoni in sand, shake my fake titties now, <laughs> which I'm not allowed to shake because I can't move them for a couple more weeks. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's the quickest way I can tap into my own badassness, which is like, you know, just like d- naked, nude, naked, dancing, dancing. always call back to yoni in the sand full circle moment we love to see it okay you are a gift you are a bright light you're gonna have to come back on here when like you know in the spring when you're on the next part of your journey would love to in the meantime like where can people find you how to reach out to you if they want to like you know tell you where to find pitbull or keep the vibes going or support yeah. you in anything you're doing where can I find you? First of all, I need to find you in real life so we can hang out. Oh, in um, IRL. Yes, 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 yes. I will tell I will I will text you where to find me. <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, no, I kinda know where to find you. We just have to make it happen. So I'm just putting this on air so we have it. We're hanging out soon. I would love that. Uh how to find me. I have to be better at let's okay. So you can find me at Damn Good Yoga is is a constant brand, very consistent. So www.damngoodyoga.com. You can see about my retreat, my online offering. Oh, you can yeah. see you know, my playlist, my weirdness, all, all about a damn good life. We have a separate thing about my foundation on there. Damn good yoga on Instagram is my handle. Again, you can see all the things you want to see. We're going to start our surrogacy journey because I can't carry my kids. So we're going to start like a surrogacy diary similar to the breast cancer diaries I did there. Yeah. So just like Google damn good yoga and I should come up or a studio in Germany will come up. I am not in Germany. <laughs> so don't click on that one. It's not me. If you've gone to Germany, gone too far, pull it back. I Damn trademarked good it, so it's uh-huh. my trademark. So, but I like, I like, I like, want to let people live their lives in Germany. So, just like, don't come here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You are amazing. Thank oh my you. goodness! Thank you so much. Also, thank you for just for being an awesome like representation for the yoga community. Because like, I just was thinking today, I was like, oh my god, like so many yoga teachers, I just can't even deal with anymore. I got you are you. so real. You are so you. hilarious, and you're just so open to like the world, and you're inclusive, and you're artistic. So thank you for being a cosmic baddie, cosmic change maker, and I love you dearly. Oh my gosh, I love you too, Maddie. And like, th- and like, thank you again for like allowing my voice to be heard on this platform to all your badasses. Um, you know, it. Uh, I think sharing our gifts and sharing our energy is the most beautiful part about being around these parts. So, um, yeah, guys, <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you soon, girl. All right, bye, everyone. <laughs> Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, 
and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.